You are listening to Lightweight Church of God in Christ podcast, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, where your hosts are Pastor Daniel Yaboa and First Lady Janetta Yaboa. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made. Yes. We shall rejoice and be glad with be glad in him yes hallelujah good morning everyone um if you are joining us uh this is uh pastor daniel yeboa lightweight church of god in christ uh we're located in a city of moreno valley southern california one church two location one church two location so usa and ghana west africa uh arena of release and breakthrough with this my lovely wife uh evangelist first lady janada yaboa god bless you and this morning we have a word for us but we are gonna send our heartfelt sympathy to the family of george floyd george floyd i mean we it's it's the the Situation in the in the in, in the uh, even in, in parts of the world are also joining in to um, support uh, this 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 uh, man that was killed through police brutality. Uh, our heartfelt sympathy goes to his family and all that have died. It's a couple of people that uh, has also died um, in same manner. For the span of one month, for the span of one month, I believe so. All the anger that is uh, it's uh, incited around us today uh, is part of the result. All those that have also died through this uh, uh, process of uh, police brutality, we are going to ask that the peace of God be released over the family, the comfort of God, comfort. Uh, our brother George Floyd and the family, we ask for peace and all that are also mourning all around uh, the United States that have died through this means COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We ask that the peace of the Lord rest upon the hearts of those that have lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. We ask that the power of the Holy Ghost yes. move through our world today, most especially all cities, all states across the United States where there's this protest and there's a lot of uh, destruction going on. We are asking that the power of God release peace, calmness, and tranquility in the name of Jesus, the city of Minneapolis, Los Angeles, New York, and all parts of the United States where they are uh, uh, protesting. We ask that the peace of God, and we ask that the power of God move to bring uh, racial, racial justice, uh, social. We, we ask that the power of God destroy every force yes. that is operating behind racism, social injustice, political injustice, yes. judicial injustice. Yes. The power of the Holy Ghost bring down all those spiritual wars that there will be justice for justice running across our judicial system. That these situations that is bringing up these uh, uh, problems, we will be able to resolve them. Lord, we give you all the glory. 
for answered prayer. Thank you for peace all across the United States. Thank you for justice, for who justice is due, and all this matters. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So today is um, Pentecost. We are observing Pentecost, and those that have been following the our um, broadcast have done a series for 50 days. I've, you know, I started with uh, the Holy Spirit and how important the Holy Spirit is in our, our walk with God as uh, believers or as Christians, mm-hmm. how it enhances our relationship and what the benefits are to know the Spirit of God. Mm-hmm. He is the person of God. And then last week we started with have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit yet? Have you received the baptism of the Holy Spirit yet? And so I laid the foundation last week. And today is the actual day uh, that Pentecost was observed. That's the day that the promise that Christ gave. Even when you go way back, God gave in Joel chapter 28, that in in, in in the last day, his spirit will fall upon Man upon people, and we shall prophesy, we shall see visions and dreams. And then Christ reiterated, reiterated this promise before he ascended into the heavenly. He said, uh, He promised that as he go, the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Paracletus, the Advocate, he will come. It was expedient that Christ goes that he will send the Holy Spirit to fill the vacuum that his living has created. And the Holy Spirit is the power that baptizes us with this baptism, this gift of power that we all need, and the evidence of it is speaking in an unknown tongues. When you go to Acts chapter 1 verse 8, Christ said, Go, when you receive this power, you shall receive power. Hallelujah. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. So this day was the day that um, the power of the Holy Ghost that we as Christians could desire for God to, to baptize us with. This was the very first day that the promise was fulfilled when the Israel, when the disciples had gathered uh, uh, in, in Acts chapter 2 the word of the Lord they were all filled and the clothes of tongue rested upon their heads and they spoke in an unknown tongues and even those that were also observing this day also had their language but the, the unknown tongue is the evidence mm. that you have been filled. You have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's look at the Acts chapter 19, verse 1 to 7. First lady, if you could read that for us. Okay. Acts chapter 19 from verse 1 to 7. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth, that Paul, having passed the upper regions, came to Ephesus. And finding some disciples, he said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? Yes. Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? You hear that? Mm -hmm. So they said to him, 
we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. Hmm. And he said to them, into what then were you baptized? So they said, into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now the men were about 12 in all. So, beloved, as you're watching me, if you are following what I'm saying, Paul laid his hands. Mm -hmm. These men were baptized in, with water. And that, you know, we, when, when we accept Christ, we could be baptized in water. But Paul was asking about the baptism of uh, being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit with evidence. evidence. Of speaking in an unknown tongue. Mm -hmm. And the book of Joel said, When this power come on you, you shall prophesy. Your, your old men and, and men and women shall see visions. They shall see dreams. So this is what uh, we are talking about. And these men said they have never heard about anything such as the Holy. Maybe you have not even heard about it. Because in this uh, time and age, uh, it's a teaching that is not taught by in many of our our uh, denominations, but which is a gift that God has for us if we, when we accept Christ, that we desire and yearn mm -hmm. for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So all this teaching I'm doing is that you would develop the desire, you would develop the hunger, you would develop the thirst. To ask the Father and position yourself to ask the Father to bless you. As Paul laid his hands, the people were filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And they began to speak in tongues. Mm -hmm. Let's look at um, Acts chapter 10 verse 44 to 48. Acts chapter 10 verse 44 to 48. While Peter was still speaking these words... Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. Yes. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on yes. the Gentiles also. Yes. For they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Yes. Then Peter answered, Can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized? who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then he asked him to stay a few days. Hallelujah. Yeah. So this was Cornelius' house. Cornelius was a generous man. He was a captain of the Italian army. And he, he was a good man, the word of the Lord described. He gave alms. He supported the Lord's work and supported God's people. And he prayed. So he had an encounter with an angel. And the instruction was that he go send men to Joppa to bring Apostle Peter mm -hmm. to come and minister the word unto them. And if, if you have time, read the whole Acts chapter 10. This is just the latter part of it. 
So after all that need to transpire had transpired, they received the they were filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And that was the very first Gentile family, meaning they were not Jews in originality. So when you were not a Jew, you were described as a Gentile. So they were the first family that received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now there's a difference between, because here we are, because they were in a group, um, we, we, we are hearing tongues with the S. But um, I want to uh, point out the difference between tongue and tongues. So tongue and tongues, that is an evidence that we have been filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Look at um, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 to 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 1 to 5. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. Mm -hmm. For no one understands him. Mm -hmm. However, in the spirit he, may, he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification yes. and exhortation yes. and comfort to men. Yes. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues, unless indeed he interprets that the church may receive edification. See, so um, the first tongue that was mentioned in uh 1 Corinthians 14, verse 2, there was no S. But coming to 5, Paul started adding S to the tongues. Mm -hmm. So when you look at the first tongue, it says, You speak mysteries. This individually, when I'm praying and I begin to shift into the tongue gear, mm -hmm. it, I'm speaking mysteries to God. Yes. And uh, God, the Spirit of God takes it because speaking in an unknown tongue is the prayer language of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit understands what I'm saying. The Holy Spirit give me the utterance mm. or give me the inspiration yes. to shift into my unknown tongue gear to start speaking in it so him the holy spirit will use it yes the holy spirit will use the tongue i'm speaking or interpret it to the father and i might not understand because i might be proclaiming mysteries but the tongue with s tongues is the is the gift that we speak when we are in the midst of a congregation in the midst of a congregation where our people are around, and when we begin to speak in tongues with the edge, then there have to be a gift also to interpret, else you, we, we all look like crazy. You look like very crazy speaking in a language that I spoke like, and nobody could understand or interpret. So that's the gift of interpreting the unknown tongues when it's spoken in the midst of a people or a congregation edifies the church because now we understand what 
uh, is being said, what God is trying to communicate to us. So Paul said, I, I prefer your prophesy when we gather together. Prophesy because prophecies brings what? Edification. It edifies us. It brings exhortation and it brings comfort in your time of problems. Hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 to 3. So you will receive power Power. when this anointing, the gift of being filled with the power of the Holy Ghost comes on you. Isaiah chapter 61 verse 1 to 3. Let's look at the essence of this power when it's in you. Hallelujah. Yes. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. Yes. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Wow. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. Yes. To console those who mourn in Zion. Yes. To give them beauty for ashes. Yes. The oil of joy for mourning. Yes. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Yes. That they may be called trees of righteousness. Hallelujah. The planting of of the Lord that he may be glorified. Did you hear the uh, essence of this power? Mm. And this was spoken of about Jesus Christ. Mm. Prophet Isaiah prophesied about the assignment of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And when Jesus Christ in the book of Luke chapter 4, I believe from 17 downward, he went into the temple, the synagogue, and he asked for scriptures. Mm -hmm. He went straight to this prophecy. Mm-hmm. And began to speak about it, read about it out loud that he has come to fulfill yes. exactly what was prophesied about him. So the Spirit of the Lord was upon me, the power to manifest these qualities, being the deliverer, being the healer, being the one God uses to set the bondage and the captive free. Yes. So when this power comes on you, it affects all areas of your life and all that you, God has assigned you to do. It said, do not leave Jerusalem until you are baptized with this power, mm-hmm. until you are filled with this power. Then you could leave to do God's project. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. You could be a great witness. You could be a witness in your household, you could be a, wis- a witness about Christ in the family. Yes. Or everywhere God takes you in the job place, you will be a witness unto many yes. when you receive this power. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Now let's look at the benefits of uh, being baptized in the power of the Holy Spirit. The benefits of being baptized. One, it helps us to renew our mind. The word of the Lord says, be ye transformed, be ye transformed once you accept salvation. Now you need to be trans your mind needs to be transformed from the old nature. You mm. are a new creature. Mm. So your mind needs to align with the new being that you have become. Yes. Say so be ye transformed by the renewing of, of your, your mind. mind. So yes. 
You when you say I'm a follower of Christ, I'm a Christian, I'm a believer, but your thinking, your mindset is that the way you do things is still the same as when you are not saved. You the same stuff you do, you're still doing it. It there's no difference between so when you stand somewhere and say, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian, people will laugh at you. People around you in the house, they laugh at you. You look at you, you're still doing the same things you do. So the word says, be thou transformed uh, now that you are saved by the renewing of your mind. And what substance are you going to use to renew your mind? Our mind is being renewed by the word of God. The word of God, that's why it's very important to read the word of God. And when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, last week I shared that benefit, the word, the spirit of God interprets the word of God that you read, it interprets it, that you could apply it as it is to your mm-hmm. personal life. That is yes. when the transformation comes in. So the Holy Spirit in you, the peace power, mm-hmm. helps that the word you have read, you are studying, incorporates in, in your life so that your heart begins to act upon the word in your heart. It is when your heart begins, so when your heart begins to act on the word, it means now you, you believe in the word and you are putting, you are obeying the word. You cannot obey the word of God you read unless you, it's in your heart. So when your heart believes the word, then your mind is renewed. Amen. So the renewal takes place in our mind, but the belief in the word happens in our heart. Yeah. You have to believe the word of God in your heart and act on it, apply it, obey it. That's how the renewing comes in. Hallelujah. Yeah. And the second, sanctification. Yeah. And in the process of sanctification, God wants to mold us, mm. shape and transform us in a better and more holy person. Amen. Sanctification is applied here because God wants to mold, shape, and, and, and transform us to a better and a more holy person. Yes. So this is the assignment of the Holy Spirit when this power is in us to bring this process to uh, materialization. Mm-hmm. So the Holy Spirit power in you when you are filled materializes the process of being sanctified. The process you go through whereby you, the Spirit shapes, molds, and transforms you to be a better and a more holy person. And what is the outcome? What is God trying to do with, uh, with our sanctification? That we live a Christ-like lifestyle. Mm-hmm. We live a Christ-like lifestyle, which is in accordance with the express image of Jesus Christ. You say, now you are saved. Jesus Christ lives in your heart. Yes. Now you have to start living like someone that have accepted Jesus Christ in your heart 
as their Lord and personal Savior. After you have said that prayer and you meant it and you believed it, now you have to let the Holy Spirit help you to live a life that expresses the image of Christ. That's good. The Holy Spirit uses the word of God that we read, we learn, and we are taught, just I'm teaching now, to help us achieve the process of sanctification. So the Holy Spirit uses the word of God we read to achieve this purpose in our life. The Holy Spirit is the one who changes our heart and attitudes so that we can turn away from sin. This power in us helps us to change our heart and our attitude. Your attitude, when somebody said your attitude stinks <laughs> and you are proclaiming Christ, you say you, you are a believer, meaning that something missing. When you desire and yearn for this power to be filled, the Holy Spirit power will change your heart yes. and attitude so that you can turn away from sin. Mm -hmm. The Word of God gives us knowledge of what God is expecting from us. But the Holy Spirit will make us loving, gentle, kind, and humble. The power of the Holy Spirit will make you what? Loving, gentle, kind, and humble. It is the power of the Holy Spirit that could change our hearts and our attitude away from sin. The Holy Spirit will not do this for us unless we are willing to spend some regular quality time in the Word. Learning about what God wants to teach us and then he will pick from there. He will pick from what we have spent time to put in our heart. Mm. The Holy Spirit will, if there's nothing in you, there's nothing for the Spirit of God to work with to sanctify you. If you, if you don't read your way, if you don't study your way, mm. if you don't spend time with God through the Word of God, there's nothing in your life that the Holy Spirit will use to bring sanctification will use to set you apart. This is why we need both the Word and the Spirit working through us so we can become the person God wants us to become in Him, in Him God, the express image of Christ. We can only become that when the Word and the Spirit of God work together to bring this process to fulfillment. Three, the benefit of being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. The third benefit, we experience the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit. The nine fruits. Fruits of the Spirit. You bear fruits of the indwelling Spirit in you. And what is the fruits that we bear? Mm. Go to Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 to 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, mm -hmm. kindness, mm -hmm. goodness, mm -hmm. faithfulness, gentleness, yes. self-control. Against such there is no law. Against such there is no law. Mm -hmm. For this is the essence of the law. Mm -hmm. 
the Holy Spirit will help you to bear this fruit. Yes. You're, going, you're going to be filled with the spirit of love, mm-hmm. the spirit of joy, the spirit of peace, the spirit of long-suffering. You, you have the patience to wait as long as it takes for God to work a thing through you and bring it to manifestation. Some things take time. Yes. But if you, you don't have the power in you, it's difficult to wait. You lose hope and you turn away, depart from God. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, faithfulness. Being faithful to God. Being faithful to the things of God. Gentleness. Self-control. These are fruits that we bear when the power is in us. After receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, these nine fruits will start to manifest in your personality much more quickly and more powerfully. In addition to working um, in our life for us to bear fruits, we also experience qualities such as boldness, yes. courage, confidence, yes. and passion. Boldness, courage, confidence, and passion. Not only for the things of God, but also that impacts our life. Beloved, God do not like lukewarm Christians. Christians that are lukewarm. They are not hot. Lukewarm. Whether you are hot or you are cold, mm-hmm. there's no middle. Right. God do not like lukewarm Christians because lukewarm is a spirit that prevents us from being on fire for mm-hmm. God. From being on fire for God. Yes. Being on fire for God is we are faithful no matter what it takes mm. to, to make sure that we support the things of God and the work of God. And we also work our salvation with fear and trembling. Yes. Let's look at Revelation chapter 3 verse 15 to 17. I know your works that you are neither cold nor hot. Mm. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot. I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say I am rich, have become wealthy and have need of nothing and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind and naked. Wow. You are spiritually wretched. You are spiritually miserable. Spiritually, you are poor, bankrupt. Spiritually, you are blind. Spiritually, you are naked. You don't understand the things of the spirit. That's what Jesus Christ is saying. But yet you are looking at maybe some, some, some blessings around you. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, this word is saying, look into the spirit. Not, you know, because you have a job, some money coming in. Or, uh, you know, needs are being met. But spiritually, you are bankrupt. Spiritually, you lack these things because you are not hot or cold. You are in the middle. Look, one. You will be on fire for God when you receive the power of the Holy Spirit. God wants, to be, God wants us to be excited about him. Mm-hmm. 
God wants us to be excited. You see yes. the way you are excited about your loved one? Mm -hmm. You see the way you are excited about your family, your children? You are excited about your wife or your husband? That's how God wants us to be excited and, and be very passionate yes. about Him, God. And the evidence, if we are excited or passionate, is how we treat the things of God. How our relationship with Him is through His Word. God is saying he will spill us out, spill you out when we have a lukewarm attitude. Because it's just like our relationship, your boyfriend, girlfriend, or you, the relationship between you and your husband. Mm -hmm. Consider that you have a husband or a wife, you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or whatever relationship you are involved in. Mm -hmm. And when it's time to invest in that relationship maybe being cooking or, 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 or going out or hugging and kisses or going out on a date your other partner is very hesitant to, to do any of this it's very hesitant to be involved in anything that is an investment in this relationship how would you feel that is how God feels about lukewarm Christians. Christians that are, are, have a lukewarm attitude towards the things of God. That's why he said he will spew you because at that point, you're going to have problems with, with your lover. If they are not bringing you the flowers, they are not you know, doing, speaking the love language. Love That's language. exactly what I'm trying to say. If your loved one is not speaking the love language, you get upset, you get angry at them. This is same with God. We learn love from God. Same with God. So that is how God feels about lukewarm Christians. Amen. They do not want to be passionate about the things of God. Lukewarm Christians do not want to be passionate about the things of God. They are not passionate about praying. They are not passionate about reading and obeying the word of God. The first love, your first love is when you, you were very excited the very first time you became born again. The very first time yes. you confessed to be saved. You were very excited. God has opened a new page in your life. You went around telling people, I am saved. I am saved. Like the woman at the well that had an encounter with Christ. Yes. After Jesus spoke all about her life. The word of the Lord says, John chapter 4, she ran in the city telling everybody about this Jesus that she has met, that told her things about her mm -hmm. that no one else knew. Mm -hmm. She was excited. She was very passionate to go and broadcast the good news. Look where I'm Christian. Don't have that passion, that, that excitement. That is the lady's first love with Christ. The first love of Christ. Lukewarm Christian, their first love has become stale. Mm. Stale. It's dead. Mm. The power of the Holy Spirit being filled, that's why we are teaching so you will have the desire to be filled yes. with the power of the Holy Spirit yes. so you'll be on fire for God. No matter what is transpiring around you, you're going to go in hard for God. Because it is your effort to going hard for God and not looking at what is going on around you. Mm -hmm. That is what is going to give you the wings to fly yes. over that problem. Yes. 
the wings to fly over that situation until God come in and do what he's supposed to do for you. Hallelujah. The fourth point, the Holy Spirit imparts gifts when we are filled with the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue. The Holy, this power impacts our life with spiritual gifts. Yes. And there are nine spiritual gifts that the Holy Ghost power gives when it fills us. And I've broken it into three sections each to make up nine. The first three sections is the gift of revelation. The gift of revelation. Mm-hmm. And what are the gifts of revelation? It's the gift of wisdom. The gift of word of knowledge. The gift of discerning spirits. And the second three is the vocal gift. Vocal <coughs> gift. And what are they? They are the gifts of speaking of unknown tongues. The gift of speaking of unknown tongues. The gift of interpreting unknown tongues. Remember I said unknown tongues are spoken in the midst of people in the congregation when God wants to communicate. So they have to be a gift either by that same person speaking the unknown tongue or someone in the congregation in the midst of the people have the gift to interpret what is being said by that person. And then and the third under the vocal gift, <clears throat> why am I saying vocal? Vocal because you speak out. Yes. The gift of prophesying, many that have prophesied over your life are spoken about things that are you know, uh, you know, I didn't know, but I haven't met you before. I just met you, and you know, I said stuff that you were aware of what I was saying. It was no way for me to know, but then I was speaking about it. And the third set of gift is the power gift. Power gift, and the power gifts are gifts of faith, on 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 violent faith, violent faith, faith when everybody said. Nothing will be possible, but you have a faith that tells you that it is God is going to come through. Yes. That kind of faith is a, is a gift. Mm-hmm. When people see that it is done, it is over, it is destroyed, it is messed up, nothing will come back. But you stand in and proclaim that you know God will do it. My God. That is a special gift. Gift of healing when somebody prays for you and you are healed. They have the gift of healing. Gift of performing signs, wonders, and miracles. Any one of these nine gifts will now be able to manifest through you at any time to be able to either help yourself or someone else. So these gifts are to help us or help others. Most times, others. And the fit Benefits communication from God. When you are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, with evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue, your communication with God, hearing from God, is very frequent. Mm. God communicates supernaturally with us in a many variety of ways, such as we, we hear God speak to us through the Inner knowing, we, mm. we, 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 there's some knowing that comes on us for us to know things. Yes. There's also another way is inner witnesses. We, there's something that witnesses things to us. 
leadings, leading something leads you, and quickenings, mm-hmm. where the Holy Spirit also jams things at us yes. in the form of visions, dreams, yes. <coughs> signs in our circumstance. Beloved, a, a typical example, I was in the process of inviting this uh, so-called uh, man of God, he called himself pastor from Ghana. And I have traveled to Ghana and, and had a conversation, went to, to see who this person was and all that stuff. But when I came back to the United States, driving from work one afternoon, I had the inner witnessing. Mm-hmm. I had the inner knowing that God spoke to me and said, this man don't work with this man. I was trying to put together like a, a, a convention. He said, don't work with this man and don't invite him because when you invite him, the program is going to be a flop. It's not going to be successful. And he will not, you will not even see him when he steps foot in the United States. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. And all the stuff that began to uh, uh, unravel about this person I was glad that I heard God's voice. So this is how God saves us from yes, things. Yes. And a typical example, as that I've watched this movie, uh, is it Harriet, Harriet Tubman? Harriet Tubman. Yes. If anybody watching me ever watched that movie of Harriet Tubman, did you see or you could pinpoint in the movie how she was able to know when the slave masters were going to attack mm. or when... when Sometimes she knelt down to pray and she gets a glimpse, a picture of how to escape and which way to go and not to go to avoid Mm -hmm. uh, the bandits that were sent out to arrest them because she was helping slaves escape. This is what I'm referring to. This is an example of that. So you could point that out when that happens to you. And the sixth point, the power of the Holy Spirit if we are filled or if we receive this baptism, show us things to come. Things to come. We are able, the Holy Spirit shows us things to come before they happen. Mm. So that we can be properly prepared. Things to come before they happen. So that we can be properly prepared before something in the future happens. Mm. Whether it may be good or bad. This is a variety of ways God speaks to us. And sometimes I have seen a blessing in the vision in my dream before I see it physically. When God is doing things, great things to impact my life or my family, he shows it to me in dreams. He shows it to me. He gives me, uh, he shows me things that are coming or things that will come. In the future, so that we get prepared for it. Hallelujah. God bless you. And um, first lady, I want us to talk about our experiences so that uh, we, those that are watching know that it's a process to receive this power of uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, my example, I was just saved brand new and uh, I was invited to a uh, like a conference somewhere Mm -hmm. and I was even standing very far away from the stage where the preachers and everybody was 
And I, I felt this power come on me. This was in 1995, somewhere 95 or 94. Between 94 and 95. How long ago that was? I vividly remember it. And this power came in and I began to burst out speaking this language that I've never spoken in my life. And I, uh, anytime I'm praying, I'm using it, comes, it bubbles up, and I, I shift and, and praying it. And it has grown and has led me into many uh, associations of things of God that brought me to this level of pastoring a church. It started with being filled with the power of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It fills with the passion, the excitement to go in for God. How about you, First Lady? You. Well, you know, um, at that time, I was helping the youth with my mother, um, Mama Betty Young. Yeah. And we had visited Bishop Nolan's church. Yeah. And he was going around laying hands on the youth and everything. And yes. Everyone began to speak in tongues. Really? He was but, laying hands just like Paul did. Yeah, they were praying. But but it didn't happen to me. Mm-hmm. So I said, what about well, me? Yeah. He said, my sister, it was going to come on you. I don't know where you're going to be. But when it comes on you, you'll, you'll know. So I kept that in my spirit. And it began to desire for it. I desired it. And one night I was in the kitchen doing my chores. And I just... Something better. And I said, I started, got excited because it came upon me yeah. just as Bishop said yeah. that the Holy Ghost was going to come, come upon, upon you. Yes. Amen. So, beloved, we are sharing this so you know that, yes, indeed, it happens and it happened to us. I pray, receive this, receive it, receive it, prepare your heart to receive it if you have. You you have been with us throughout this uh, service. Receive it, receive it. Prepare your heart, prepare your heart. Bring your heart to focus. Bring your heart to focus. Let go of all that is in your heart. Let go of the bitterness. Let go of the pain. Let go of the unforgiveness. I'm giving you time to position your heart. Because the Spirit of God will not dwell in a place of darkness. So set through your heart. Set through your heart. Wherever darkness you feel is in your heart, anything you're harboring in your heart, if you are desiring to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit as evidence of speaking in tongues, position your heart right now to receive it. Even as Paul impacted over the people that accepted Christ and were baptized, ask that the power of the Holy Ghost release the gift of being filled with the power of the Holy Spirit as evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue into your life right now in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost. Begin to, if, if, if there's an unfamiliar, unfamiliar alphabet or unfamiliar speech coming out of you, don't quench it, don't quench it. 
go all out, go all out and speak it. If it's da 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 da, if it's ba 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 ba, whatever word is coming out of your mouth this hour, if you have re- if you have accepted, received this prayer, speak it out wherever you are. Speak it out. It's going to grow as you put it into praying. As you always pray with it, it's going to grow and it will come easily. You sh- the Spirit of God will give you the utterance easily. Receive the power, the gift of speaking, the gift of being filled with the power of the Holy Ghost as evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue. Receive it by the power of the Holy Ghost. Lord, release your power upon your people as you have done for us and as you have done for many, those that desire for this this special gift. Release it over them in the name of Jesus. If it did not happen, that don't mean you give up. It's that God is preparing you because we have laid the foundation as you keep Keep hearing this message last week and this week. Keep If you are desiring for this gift, keep hearing that message and yes. looking at the scriptures that were presented. Yes. And before you know it, this power is going to come on you. It could gonna be a day, it's going to be a week, it's going to be six months. But as you keep desiring, hungering, and testing, and in your daily prayer, asking God to bless you with this gift mm-hmm. of being filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, as evidence of speaking in an unknown tongue, God is going to do it for you as he's done for us. Be blessed. Thanks for joining us this week on the Lightway Church of God in Christ podcast. We pray that you are truly blessed by the word that you have just heard. Make sure you visit our website, www.lightwaychurch.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS, so that you will never miss a show. While you are at it, if you have found value in this show, we would appreciate a rating, or if you will simply tell a friend about the show, that will be a blessing as you help us share the Word of God. Lastly, if you would like to assist us to continue to expand our platform to preach the Word of God, please consider being a Patreon and donate by going to www.lightwaychurch.com. God bless you.